Today, of course, we honor St. Matthias. I uh, find there's so many saints that I, are my heroes, you know this already, uh, but uh, uh, St. Matthias is one of those that I, I look upon uh, with some, uh, some consolation, perhaps is the word. Uh, growing up, I, I mentioned to the kids when I did a classroom visit yesterday, they had asked something about how I got along with my classmates or whatever, and, and I, I, or favorite game at recess or whatever it was. Anyway, it, I said, well, you know, when, when it came to recess, I kind of played on, on my own. I was always the last one picked. And uh, sometimes that was okay. And the mother, well, why would you be the last one? I said, I have three left feet. And they looked down at my feet immediately expecting, no, you got two, uh, you, anyway. But uh, when it came to sports, I'm really uncoordinated. So I was used to being the last picked. And so too was Matthias, perhaps. <laughs> After all, if you look at the qualifications they're looking for, somebody who's been with us from the beginning, somebody who is there for, for these various deeds that Jesus did, somebody, you know, actually, uh, if you look at it, those that, that were at the crucifixion, only one would qualify, and he was already an apostle, so, so St. John, but, uh, you know, those that were there for the bulk of the ministry of Jesus, those that were witnesses to Jesus' resurrection, and it came to two. It's not that there, I'm sure there were others, perhaps, but they came to these two, Barsabbas, Justice, and Matthias. And the lot fell to Matthias. Now, personally, I look at this and you mean a, a roll of the dice is what made the difference between Barsabbas, Justice, and Matthias? Hmm, maybe there's hope for me yet. It's not on talent, apparently, no. <laughs> but we have to remember, of course, that throwing lots in the Old Testament and actually in the New Testament was not a game of chance, but rather they saw that God, especially the Holy Spirit, was guiding those where they, the lots fell. And so St. Matthias was chosen. And uh, I find myself reflecting on that. He, before that, he didn't say, well, I'm not one of the 12, so I'm not important. I'm not, he didn't take his ball and go home. He simply stayed faithful. And of course, he didn't take any, we can assume we don't know too much about him, but, uh, but he didn't take any great pride in being named one of the 12 either. He didn't lord it over everyone else. Instead, he simply went to work. And he started proclaiming, Jesus Christ, witnessing to Jesus Christ, witnessing to his death and resurrection, knowing that he may have not been one of the original 12, but he certainly took that office that was, was abandoned so easily, so readily by Judas. He took it and ran with it. I know lots of sports metaphors, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll see what's going on later in my mind with all these. But but he, he, in the end, gave his life in witness to Jesus Christ being uh, axed to death. So he's often depicted with holding an axe. You have to love Catholic uh, art when they depict the, the martyrs by how they, how they died. At least it's not Bartholomew holding his own skin, so being flayed. But St. Matthias, knowing that he was chosen. And he is literally, he reminds us that, that sometimes when we come to, come to faith, we think it's we're choosing God. We're choosing faith. That isn't it at all. In fact, we cannot choose God unless he first chose us. And how do we know he chose us? He created us. 
He created us. And then through most of us, uh, we're baptized by our parents' desire. But we have to put that in action. But even then, that baptism or confirmation where we might have taken a more uh, important role of saying, I choose this day to follow Christ in, in the Catholic Church. For, for those who are taken, taken vows or been ordained, we, we say it again. For those who uh, vows of marriage, you, that's one of the things you do too, is we intend to live with Christ with each other, to seek Christ. But it's Christ who first chose us. So the question is, what fruits are we bringing? What fruits? Again, we're not one of the 12 in a certain regard. Thank God for that, right? It's a hard task. But we are called because we are chosen. We're called to bear fruit, fruit that will remain. And as I reflected on that this morning in my personal prayer, you know, thank God not all of us produce wheat or grapes. Some of us are bananas or cherries or avocados or grapefruit or whatever it is. But you need all these foods for a really well-balanced diet, don't you? That's what the Lord wants from the church. Not just me, not just one kind of grain or fruit, but all of them. Fruit that will remain.